0: I'm Sarah, the mom of a six-year-old and a two-year-old. And I'm Claire, the mom of an eight-year-old and a five-year-old. We're two friends in the middle of the country, in the middle of parenting, in the middle of our careers, and in the middle of just about everything. Hey guys, it's Sarah. Thanks for finding the podcast. Quick disclaimer on some audio issues we were having with this one. Um, This was our first time in the studio. We had a bunch of problems that took about an hour to figure out and we finally just got so frustrated we decided to start recording. Um, So have a little patience with us on um, the audio quality on this episode. We do get better as we go on, I promise. Uh, Just give us a couple episodes to figure it out. Thanks, enjoy! Okay, Sarah. Here we are. Here we are. Finally. <laughs> We've been talking
1: about it for a while. It's yes. our first podcast. It is. Um,
0: we're in a studio. In we have equipment. Downtown Tulsa, Oklahoma. Being our friend right now. <laughs> yep.
1: <laughs> that we don't totally understand, um, but we're going to. Yes.
0: Optimist. First time. first time.
1: Totally. So let's start because really, credit where credit is due, this was all your brainchild. So mm-hmm. let's start there. <laughs> let's start about Talking about why, um, what even gave you this idea?
0: So in December, a few months ago, uh, Claire and I and another friend of ours, who hopefully will join us on the podcast later in a few weeks, we were having brunch and we sat there for like two and a half hours and talked about our kids. We talked, we talked, and. It was, one, very therapeutic for all of us, I think. And um, afterwards, I just thought I would listen to the shit out of that (laughs) if I was given the chance. Um, So I work in sales. I cover two states, and I drive all the time. So I listen to a million podcasts. I listen to everything from NPR kind of stuff to the fictional ones to mom stuff to self-help stuff. And um, it's always really nice to have those mom podcasts where you kind of feel like they're your friends and you listen to them all the time and you know their kids, you know their family. I thought after that brunch, that would be fun. And... Claire is my sort of go-to friend for parenting advice sometimes, partially because her kids are older than mine. Well, one of them's older than mine. She has some actual expertise because she writes for a kids magazine here in town. Um, and I do not have expertise. I just like to talk a lot. So. Mm.
1: Well, neither do I. I just talk to people who do have expertise, but yeah. um yeah, we've I was thinking about this the other day. We've been friends for over 5 years. Yeah. It must be because yep. Of birthdays we can always keep track of yes how long one we've known old. each other well, 2
0: year olds. so our kids were one when we met mm-hmm. and then at everyone's two-year-old birthday party is like when everyone became friends that's right so <laughs> my
1: youngest and sarah's oldest went to preschool together and um yeah i totally second that i mean we we talked at that brunch and it's not like we brunch all the time yeah. like as a verb Twice it was like <laughs> yeah, it was like an unusual occurrence and something that I think we all wanted to kind of figure out how to keep going and like because mm-hmm. it was good and therapeutic and we needed that I also love podcasts but am not nearly as well versed in fact you're my go-to for that because you listen to, a, you lot listen to a lot and you've and <laughs> everything you've recommended that I've listened to so far I've loved so that's That's been really good. But I do not do as much. We were just talking about this as much um, kid free driving, which I think is like prime podcast listening time for at least the kind of shit we listen to. So,
0: (laughs) yeah, it is. Well, and maybe should we do like a little background on each one of us individually? Yeah. Like, I think um, so. I work in sales for a textiles company, so most of my clients are women, which means I talk to a lot of people about their kids all day long, Um, and like I said before, um, I cover two states, so I do drive a lot in the car, both um, long stretches of driving to and from different cities, and then around town and between appointments, so... Yeah. A lot of podcasts listening there. Yeah. Um, and one of my favorite things about my job, I've been doing it for about 15 years, um, is that I do get to talk to so many people. And what I found after I had my kids is that just being able to have so many different women with so many different situations that I can talk to is just It's very therapeutic, and it's comforting to know that, like, everyone has these different situations, but everyone sort of makes it work in their own way. So I found that very comforting as a new mom. I'm also kind of an older-ish mom, so when I had my kids, a lot of my closest, like, longtime girlfriends had, like, 10-year-olds and stuff like that. So I didn't have a lot of mom friends with younger kids, so that's where my clients sort of came in. And that's where that, like, sort of unicorn group of moms mm-hmm. that we had in our toddler class, um, it was like magical. And like, we're all mostly still friends, even though our kids all go to different schools now, which is crazy. Like, and it's everyone sort of split off in the last like two to three years. But we and, stayed in touch and, and we our, did. our
1: husbands all get along. Yes. When you ta- when you say Which unicorn. Which is also
0: magical unicorn. Yes. Yes. It's
1: like it, it, it's unicorn on multiple levels. Our kids get along. Yes. They're kind of interested in the same things at mm-hmm. about the same times. We are obviously super tight. Our husbands can get together yes. and hang out
0: together. It's extra magical when the husbands yeah, get along. Because really then, the, then our families can all go yes. do stuff together. Yeah, I just – I find it such a comfort to talk to different people about what their life is and what they do and, you know, everybody's kids are different ages, but, you know, maybe they, you know, have a piece of advice. And I did also in the whole course of, like, planning for this podcast – I don't even remember if I told you this or not, but um, – There's a new mom that was one of my clients. She's young. She just had a baby. The baby was going through this like four month sleep regression. We were out to lunch and Mm. she was just like going on and on. And with my older son, the four month sleep regression was a freaking nightmare, like awful, awful town for like three months. And she was just like, I don't know what to do. He's waking up every hour. And I gave her advice. And then like two days later, she emailed me and she was like, Oh my God. We did what you said. It was the greatest. Our life is better now. Thank you so much. And I was like, oh, I did something nice (laughs) for someone. It was so great. You're paying it forward. My wisdom can help the world. So anyway, that was was another incentive because it was like, again, not everybody has that community or has the opportunity that I have where you literally drive around and talk to other women all day. (laughs) And that's totally 99% of my job. So the idea of having that out there for anyone and everyone to access <laughs> <laughs> is great the wisdom yeah yeah it's good so anyway and like i said so i'm going to let claire talk cuz i feel like i'm like monopolizing everything now yeah she's my go-to mom advice friend one she has two boys i have two boys and hers are well, her she has an eight year old, and then our little her little and my oldest are the same age. Mm-hmm. So usually, whatever I'm going through with my oldest one, she has gone through with her oldest one two years earlier. And she just has a super chill um, attitude that I enjoy. Oh so. my god, I love that you think that
1: because I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think um I think my husband would disagree with you. But <laughs> no, you're so chill. It's great. <laughs> I also think that your oldest Bowie can we mm-hmm. are we sharing names? Yeah. Okay. Um, I think Bowie and Oliver are have a lot of similar. Yes. too. That's another thing is totally. I just see a lot of my oldest and your oldest, but yeah, I mean, I w- have worked, have had a, you know, a career in marketing and in writing and in communications and, um, for the bulk of my kids' lives, um, was also working full time. Right now I'm working part time, which has been really amazing in a lot of ways and really challenging in a lot mm. of ways. I think it's, um, any sort of other person I've talked to who, who has worked part-time seems to to relate to that it's like you have days where you just think oh my gosh I have the best of both worlds and then you have days when you think I have the worst of both worlds yeah. like all the stresses of everything so um yeah definitely dealing with that but trying to maintain just like clarity around the fact that I'm incredibly fortunate that that this is my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I've discovered over the last, I guess, about year and a half, um, maybe a little longer. I've been working for as a writer for our our local parenting magazine, and have figured out how much I freaking love interviewing people so it's a little bit I think similar to like what you're experiencing although I don't think I have the the extrovert stamina to talk to people all day the way that the way that you do Sarah because I mean that is clearly like your wheelhouse and you're amazing at it but (laughs) I I do love like just just talking to people just sitting down and being like okay you're an expert about this Mm -hmm. Tell me about it, or even things that you don't feel like you're an expert on. Like, let's just talk about yeah. that. You know, you're and good
0: at it too. You interviewed me for an article a few months ago, and you like right. brought <laughs> good stories out. Yeah. You know that I well, would have thought to talk about. It's
1: it's what I love. I think I think because I approach the interview from the mindset of somebody who's like, okay, I'm going to go write about this. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I also think people come prepared to talk about facts but i think what where the real relatability is is in the like why behind Mm -hmm. things does that make sense i don't um so anyway so that was another thing that really appeal appealed to me when sarah talked to me about this podcast obviously she and i could sit together and talk every week for hours on end we're gonna have to edit this shit out of ourselves but um (laughs) but also i we haven't shared this yet but our plan is that for each week to bring in um somebody maybe a mom maybe a dad maybe somebody who is a grandparent maybe somebody who wants to be a parent maybe somebody who isn't a parent in any way shape or form but has something interesting to say Mm -hmm. we're going to bring that person in and chat with them and it's it would be probably disingenuous to call it an interview because I think what we really just want to do is talk and um kind of share life experiences so that was also hugely appealing to me um
0: well and I loved it when we made our lists of like people to bring on just <laughs> telling each other about our list we sat there for like an hour and we're like oh my god listen to this this person did this, this person did that they're going to talk about this but maybe we bring them back again and talk about this other thing because yes. they have this cool story and everybody I mean just in Here we are in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, And granted, there are several people who are not in Tulsa that are friends of ours that we wanted to talk to. But just from that circle, we know all these people with these crazy stories about their life and just, you know, travel or adoption or birth or just how they live their day-to-day life with their job and their crazy schedules. And we all are facing that. And everyone just sort of has their own approach to it so
1: yeah I mean I think if if there's a, a tenet of this podcast beyond just that we want everyone to have a platform to like share their story and mm-hmm. to empathize and talk and support and laugh and like yeah um, have a good time with one another it's that you know we listen to a lot of stuff that's I think very like west coast very yeah uh uh sometimes East Coast, I feel like, um, you know, maybe there's a little bit, a nuanced perspective we can bring to things being, mm-hmm. you know, in this, what is admittedly a great thriving city, but in the Midwest, it's not it's not yeah. the kind of place that you think of as like a, a media center of the world necessarily. Yeah. And um, I think we both um, think that that could be interesting. But at the same time, probably there are a lot of similarities, and I think that's interesting, too. Yeah. Like, things that people are dealing with in L.A. or San Diego are probably, Mm -hmm. I would hazard a guess, pretty similar in a lot of ways to what we're dealing with. It's just the context around it is different.
0: Different, and it's interesting to hear about. And I was just thinking, too, um, one of the things about the way we came up with the title of our show, right, In the Middle of Everything We're in the middle, literally, geographically in the middle of the -hmm. United States. Mm -hmm. And then um, the idea of like as a mom, you're constantly in the middle of everything and getting interrupted or doing something. You never really get to complete anything. So that's sort of a play on like mom. And then the idea of like whatever you're doing, you're probably doing it right for Mm -hmm. you. You know, whatever you're doing is right for you at that moment. And feel good about it and yeah not be judgy and not the um, ideal of like
1: middle ground yeah like the idea that that um you know when it comes to parenting i think you're exactly right like like we can all meet somewhere in this like
0: space okay you know we could go on forever but instead we're going to take a quick break and come back with what's on our minds this week summer camp
1: Thanks for listening. You can find us online at the Middle of on Instagram or Facebook at the Middle of Everything, and on Twitter at TMOE Podcast. And if you like the show, don't forget to review us on iTunes. It helps. Thanks. Bye. Summer. I mean we could we can, again, talk Sorry, talk for days. Away, but um <laughs> Yeah, so we're in the middle of as we record this, I don't know when you're listening to it, but as we record it, it's early March yeah. and it feels like I described this to a friend that doesn't have kids, it feels like the gun's about to go off at the Olympics. Like yes. all the moms are lined up on the starting line. We all love each other and want the best for each other, but everyone has to have these certain number of spots at these certain yes. number of camps.
0: Bitch, I will cut you. If I will you cut take my place camp. <laughs> And also, by the way,
1: I really need us to be in the same one. (laughs) Yeah. So that our kids can be together. I'm like, I could call you to pick up real quick if I can't be there. So it's like this very weird competitive camaraderie. Also, like we're all working. So like there is like no options. Like I feel like not that this doesn't apply to non-working moms, too. I'm sure they feel equally stressed about things. But in our case, I'm like, okay, I've got coverage here, here, here.
0: Yeah. And it I has had been. a chart. I mean, like, yes. I had an actual chart. I had every I had every calendar month of the summer printed out with marked on the sides which camps were available, on which dates, how yep. much they cost. Did they have a specific um, ending time that was going to be just maybe not problematic, but just situation, <laughs> like, that I would need to deal with? Could be
1: problematic. Yes. yes. And,
0: like, none of them produce the information at the same time so you have to hunt them all down and figure out which one makes the most sense and yeah as a working mom it's like you've got to figure the whole summer out
1: it is the most stressful time yeah so so to me time that like figuring it out is the number 1 most stressful time then executing the plan yes. in the summer is also hugely stressful because it's like hopefully and my kids are pretty adaptable they're pretty great with change they actually i think kind of like that like one weekend they might be in a space camp and mm-hmm. one week they might be in a you know outdoorsy camp or whatever i think that's that's good but there's things like drop off and pick up times are different does this camp have lunch or am i packing lunch all week yeah. um is is this a camp where we've got a friend that you're going to be with or where you're not mm-hmm. little things like, are we packing swimsuits? Like, the, like it's just yeah. every week is something different. And when you're already operating at what feels like you have to be so structured to survive, that's sort yeah. of the, the mode of life that I'm in right now is like in order for like me to keep my head above water, Every morning we do this. Every night we do this. Like, this is our routine. Mm-hmm. Then you, like, throw summer in there, and it just – it's it's a, a whole it's situation. Um, we're lucky that we've got a lot of really good options. But yes. I think um, the planning is we, – we talked about this. Um, I think it's – I think this is real that I'm not making this up, that colleges, at least for, like, grad schools, like, medical schools and law schools, will, like, release on the same day all of their acceptance letters or something so that – you know, students can know what their options are and then make a choice. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: we need summer camps to go I was with joking
1: that. with somebody about that. Like, we need, like, because you, for our great example, you're like waiting on this one camp, yeah. this art camp, yeah. that won't release for like three more weeks. And in the meantime, you just kind of have to sit
0: tight because you think you know when it'll be, yeah. but it might be off a
1: week or two. I'm
0: assuming, I did, I did, I made the call and I have the mm. dates. I'm assuming I can get in. Yeah. If I can't, For some reason, I do have a plan B, but I can't enroll for plan B until that one gets figured out. And so I have like half the summer booked, but not all of it. And last summer was the first year I had to deal with this Mm -hmm. because prior to that, my kids were in just daycare that just sort of rolled through the summer. And... My then five-year-old, now six, was surprisingly adaptable to me, like, trying several different camps. And he seemed to like that. But the one thing I did not do a good job of was planning – so he had a friend in there. So that was – by the end of the summer, he was kind of getting stressed out that he, like, didn't know anybody from week to week. So I started harassing you Mm -hmm. and a couple other moms about a month ago Mm -hmm. in February to talk about summer, at which point – you get it. Working moms get it. Some of the stay-at-home mom friends were like, you're fucking crazy. Right. <laughs> and you need to take a step back. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You got to enroll for right. this immediately. So you and I started, like, sending each other, uh, like, game plan. Like, here's my here's my rough outline. Yes. here's Here it is, subject to change. Yep. Per here, availability. Here are the per factors this. that might change it. Yeah. <clears throat> and then it did change. Ooh, ooh. I just totally swipe that mic with my hands. Sorry. Start with, um, and then it did
1: change. And then it and did then we'll change.
0: Yeah. Maybe I can edit that out if I. Can. I can't even rewind this thing. I don't know if I can edit it. I don't think rewind so,
1: is a thing. Yeah. Sarah. People have it's
0: patience kind of tape. with our skills. Yeah. I don't know. We don't know what we're doing. I, I can. I have only to stay assume it's gonna get better and better. This is the problem. I talk with me. my hands and I'm waving my hands around. While and I'm. <laughs> Last week. You texted me like, okay, things have changed. One of the camps has really expensive aftercare, and I'm not down with that. So instead, I'm doing more weeks at this camp, which was the camp I was sort of already planning for with my kid. But then I'm glad you remembered that March 1st was enrollment like mm-hmm. scramble date because I was out of town for work, did not have my forms ready. And it's the school that my two-year-old goes to, so I really wanted my son to go there because, you know, just the miraculousness of having the kids at the same school for a few weeks out of the summer would be amazing and save us, like, so much time and pick up and drop off. So you were texting me what you were doing for your kids at that school I was frantically emailing the administrator, like, I don't have my forms, but you know me, right? You can do this. And I still have not sent her those forms, by the way. (laughs) But she knows. She's got me enrolled. I got my invoice for the registration. So I think I'm good. But it was a scramble. and I haven't gotten
1: an invoice yet.
0: First. You didn't? I should
1: follow up, Well, I'm
0: already set up in the um, system because of Towns' is. Like Ooh, payments. sarah okay yeah i'll email her tomorrow e- and email ask about will the be email. going yes. i'm already in the um yeah you know yeah. payment system yeah by march 1st all of the specialty camps were already sold out they were gone and we had to just accept the generic <laughs> camp week we didn't get pirate week we didn't get lego week we didn't get whatever the fuck else i don't remember but right. we were that we were really like hoping for we just got generic camp which is still amazing and awesome it'll be wonderful but march 1st it's so sold here's, out here's yeah. <laughs> here's
1: here's my thing and you've heard me say this too many times but i mean 13 weeks is what we're up to now for summer yeah. for these kids and like roughly
0: 200 bucks a week if you average out like the 250 camps versus the 150 camps
1: yes and that's i mean again these are these are midwest prices yeah like
0: i can only imagine. you know what i
1: mean and a couple different things one that is a long time to not be in school a really long time for the kids. Yeah. Obviously, the expense for us. It's like, there's like this whole cottage industry, I feel like, around mm-hmm. this. I don't think other countries do it quite the same way. I think they have shorter summer breaks. And I realize, um, you know, there's there's probably a million different, but it just feels like it doesn't have to be this hard. Mm-mm. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, it won't be in my lifetime as a mom of, you know, elementary age kids or whatever, but it feels like this is a problem yeah but it's like a problem nobody's talking about everyone just assumes like that's the way it has to be
0: oh where well here we go again round school isn't there a year-round school in Oklahoma City I think there is I mean there's places yeah and there's there countries places. where it's yeah. just normalized
1: like like in England um, I know they they do have a longer summer break but it's like six weeks it's not 13 weeks you know what i mean and then of course also over there everyone who has a job like starts with like six weeks of paid vacation or something like that you know so it's a it's a very different situation when it comes comes to coverage but anyway who knows it's it's my cross to bear every time this this time of year.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous, and it's hard, and then, again, it's, and it's expensive. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you're, you've got two kids. I'm mm-hmm. dealing with the younger child who is – he does get to just kind of stay in the same class, and I – to save 500 bucks a month, basically, for this summer, have decided to put him in three days instead of five and just go on a wing and a prayer that I can get people yeah. to help me on Mondays and Tuesdays. And, again, I have some flexibility with my job. My husband also works in sales, and so he has some flexibility as far as, like, he can come with us to work or we can work from home and he can chill or work during nap time. But we have... Uh, some mother's helpers, like teenager mm. friends and things like that, that can kind of help us out, yeah. and parents and things like that. But I'm just like, I'm just assuming I can figure it out at this mm-hmm. point. But yeah, like that, that expense and that huge I mean and, and I worry the kids too like it's stressful for them and this year I hope we've done better at least our kids Finn and Bowie mm-hmm. will be in a lot of the camps the same mm-hmm. weeks and so they'll either love or hate each other by the end yeah. of the summer because they'll be together a lot absolutely because we just but sort I'm of so glad. Too. yeah and um, then there's a couple other moms that I'm maybe going to coordinate some of the other camps that you're not doing um Maybe or not, I don't mm-hmm. know. But he did. He did pretty well last summer with bouncing and just making friends. Yeah. But, but then this year he's had like a weirder um, anxiety separation thing. But it's phases. Yeah. That's
1: that is the number one truism I think of yeah. kids as well. Like- <laughs> and
0: the other thing that like you, I think you and I have talked about too is like last summer was my first summer to do this, and I had this huge amount of guilt that he didn't get this like quote unquote normal summer mm-hmm. that I experienced in, you know, the eighties or whatever, whereas like my mom didn't work. So we just like watched T V, went to the pool mm-hmm. and ate Cheetos and it was like lazy, bored summer where I read and swam and climbed trees or whatever. And instead he's getting shipped off to camp every week. I mean not yeah. shipped off, like I pick him up you know, and these are and or five, but
1: fucking amazing
0: camp. Yeah. Like, let me no, also yeah, point that like,
1: like the one of the ones that we're going camps, to together, yeah. like has a barnyard and like, a yeah. hundred acres of trails yeah. for him to explore.
0: And that's what I have to remind myself because yeah. the gill, yeah. like I was like, I'm not going to spend time with him. He's not getting a normal summer. And like at one point in July, I just like canceled a week of his camp so he could hang out with me which I'm sure he was super bored by, but I don't know. I just yeah. it's hard cuz you're like that that is a long ass time. It's 13 mm-hmm. weeks of mm-hmm. school or not school. Yeah, it's a lot. So, yeah. I wish we had I think
1: about school. it a lot and I think about <laughs> how lucky we are that we even have these options and the means to do them so I wonder a lot about like people who don't and you know people if you know single income Mm -hmm. or or single parent situations or just you know yeah if you're working an hourly job and you like I don't know where people come up with yeah the ability the the means
0: I Ever is like one hundred twenty five dollars a week, yeah, which is you know five hundred bucks a month, yeah, that you're not used to. So you either have to save all year and to get ready it. for that, right? Or I mean, maybe you have parents or something, but then who knows? They might be sitting around watching TV all day, yeah.
1: or I don't know. I think it's um, if it's I when, when I change the world, that'll <laughs> yeah. be that'll be on it's the our agenda,
0: bitch. <laughs> All day every day and for texting now frantically yes like thank you Claire for reminding <laughs> me when I was in Little Rock last week that I needed to fucking sign up for that camp because I had to like literally stop everything I was doing and email the administrator <laughs> at the school and being like I don't have my forms but here's what I want because it just it's like I knew it was on March 1st but I just like Forgot I was going to be out of town. I don't know. I just, yeah. yeah, you're, you're a I good mean, reminder. Life things life like happens. That. <laughs> yeah, that's that's why we're friends. I I'm type A about like three things in this world, and you're <laughs> like at that about way more things. So. <laughs> Yeah, it all works out. Yeah, I forget sometimes that I need to handle that shit. What anyway. do you
1: think? Was that the first podcast? I think it was pretty good. I
0: think it was pretty we did good. All right. Yeah. So what we're thinking, like we we do have a guest lined up. We have we're, so we're gonna like record three or four maybe, and like figure out how to use this effing computer and try to kind of launch like two or three of them at once so everybody can listen.
1: So um, as we move forward, we're going to play with some fun, um, fun ways to talk to you guys out there in the world, yeah. whether that's um, by bantying around questions or, yeah, hang with us. We're yeah. still figuring we're working it out. We're it out. We have, we
0: have guests. We have ideas.
1: We need you. We'll,
0: yeah, we'll, we'll come around <laughs> to it in the next couple weeks and then this will all launch at the same time so then just finish this one where you met us and then go to the next one
1: anyway thanks that was right in the middle of everything with sarah and claire (laughs) love it this is my delilah voice
0: yeah (laughs) i don't have a delilah voice What did the buffalo say to its son? Ha, bye, son.